And we're not doing this in 2022. In 2022, we are keeping boundaries. We are teaching people how to treat us. We are giving people the best version of ourselves because we deserve that. We deserve to be the best version of ourselves. We deserve to have that time to ourselves. We are creating boundaries. We're protecting our energy. We're not letting people suck us dry of our energy. We're not going to give in to toxic relationships. We're not going to put up with the bullshit. And we're definitely not going to be in relationships that don't serve our highest good. It's time to cut it down. And 2022 is going to be our year. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Diary of an Empath. So it is now 2022. It's crazy that we survived 2021. What a wild fucking ride it's been. I mean, we have been dealing with COVID, all the craziness of the politics, the world. And so we are coming into a new year and I have gotten a lot of requests on this next subject, which is how to protect your energy. I have a lot of people that are listening that are highly sensitive, some who know that they are, some have no idea, and a lot of my clients that come to me who are feeling these emotions of feeling overwhelmed, not knowing if it's their feelings or someone else's, and a lot of people have been asking me to do this subject. When we're talking about protecting your energy, the first thing that you have to understand is that energy exists everywhere. That is a scientific fact. We know this to be true. It's measurable. The way that you're listening to this podcast right now, whether you're in your car, at home, at the gym with the headphones in your ears, you are picking up on the frequencies that was downloaded and that you're now listening to through your headphones or in your car stereo. That is energy. Our thoughts have energy. When we have a specific thought, it turns into energy. It's a frequency that we put out into the universe, into the world, and we all have it. So if you have a certain frequency and you are a more sensitive person, meaning that you are more sensitive to pick up on the other frequencies of others, you might feel what they're feeling as opposed to someone else who maybe is not as sensitive and they're not as apt to pick up on the emotions of others or they don't absorb it. But people who are highly sensitive or an empath, we tend to not only feel the emotions of others, but we also absorb it and we retain that energy. So it's really important that you learn how to protect your energy when you're going throughout your day. You may be someone who goes to a party or maybe you're going to an event Maybe you're at a mall, maybe you work with a lot of people, or maybe you're very hands-on with your job in terms of the people that you interact with. You may find that when you go home, you feel exhausted or drained or feel anxious, and it's likely because you're like an emotional sponge. Sensitive people or empaths, they have the ability to be emotional sponges, absorbing all of this energy and all this shit that doesn't even belong to them. And if empaths are around love and peace, nature, their bodies assimilate to these and they flourish. But anything that's negative feels very assaultive, it feels exhausting, and it feels extremely overwhelming. We love human interaction, but if you're someone who likes to be out with people, but maybe you feel overwhelmed or maybe you get anxiety from doing that, you have to learn how to protect your energy and how to find balance. 
So first thing, I always tell people that you need to understand what energy is and understand that energy is everywhere. When you can understand that, then you can start paying attention to your intuition. We all are spiritual creatures living a human existence. You've probably had this experience at some point in your life when your intuition told you to turn left instead of turning right. Or maybe your intuition told you that someone was lying to you. Maybe your intuition felt like there was just really weird vibes from this person that you met. You don't know them, but you just felt weird vibes. You felt their vibrations. Their vibrations were lower than yours and you picked up on the bullshit. We've all had it. Some people though are just more sensitive than others and we are able to really tune in to our intuition. The problem is that a lot of people who are highly sensitive, they don't understand their intuition and they don't understand their own abilities. So they start to question it. That ego starts to step in and overthinks. Our ego wants proof. Our ego wants to know the logic behind why we're thinking the way that we are. And then we start to overanalyze. And don't get me wrong, because I will overanalyze the fuck out of a situation. I want to know the who, the why, the where. I want the closure. I want to know everything. However, you have to really pay attention to your intuition when you're getting those intuitive hits. It's okay to want to know those things, but you have to learn to trust your intuition. And it takes time and it takes practice. You can ask any of my friends, especially one of my really close friends, Fee. She was not really into the psychic stuff until I got into it. And till this day, she will tell you, if you tell me not to get on a plane, I will not get on it. Your intuition is so spot on. I sometimes feel like she trusts my intuition more than I do because I have this keen ability to have this radar when it comes to men's bullshit. It's one of my superpowers. I don't know why. I'm just really good at it. And when I look back, I would always question my intuition and then I would start to overanalyze it. But over time, I would look at it and be like, okay, I was right. 100% of the time. And I trust my intuition so much now that I know when I'm starting to get those intuitive hits, I already know that there's something that's wrong. I already know that something is off for me. So now I trust it. I look back and I remember a couple situations. One guy I was dating, he didn't really give me any red flags. There was nothing that was suspicious about him. But I just knew that there was something off with the ex-girlfriend. I remember telling my best friend, I'm like, Fee, there's something wrong. And she's like, well, why do you feel like that? Did he give you any type of understanding about the situation? Was there anything that he said? And I said, no, he didn't say anything. I just feel like something's wrong with the situation. I can't put my finger on it. Something's wrong. Two days later, I get a fake Instagram account that hits me up and tells me that he has a girlfriend, she's not his ex, and that whole situation that I knew was off with the ex-girlfriend, I was right. And I've had many, many situations like that where I knew something was wrong or I knew someone was lying to me or I knew a situation was bullshit. And over the years, I finally have started to accept my intuition and really understand the feelings that I feel when I get those intuitive hits. When you start to trust your intuition or when you're getting those intuitive hits, pay attention to your feelings in that moment. Do you feel a fuzzy feeling in your stomach? Do you feel a warm feeling in your heart chakra? What are you feeling emotionally? Pay attention because when you're getting these intuitive hits, you're likely going to have these same type of feelings next time you get another intuitive hit. And if you look at your past 
and you were right 99% of the time, you want to take those feelings and understand them. So when the next time that you get that intuitive hit, you learn to trust it. This is going to save you a lot of time in relationships, a lot of time in situations, time when it comes to people that don't serve your highest good. Learn to trust your intuition because highly sensitive people are extremely intuitive. The problem with most is that they don't understand their own abilities or they don't understand what intuition is or how to recognize it. And in some cases, their ego or their logic fights it because they want to see the proof. They want to see the logic behind why they're feeling the way that they feel. Or sometimes they're just in denial and don't want to believe what their intuition is already telling them to be true. I have a lot of clients that come to me, especially with my readings, that they want me to do a relationship reading or they want me to do a reading on their husband or their dating life. And oftentimes I'm telling them what they already know. They just wanted the validation that they weren't going crazy or that they weren't making it up in their heads. They just needed a second person to tell them the truth or what they already knew. And then a couple months later it happened or they finally got the proof that they needed in order to leave. And what I'm trying to make you guys understand listening is that you don't always need solid proof. If your intuition and your gut is telling you that something is off, then something is off. If it doesn't feel right, then something is wrong and you need to learn to trust that moving forward. Another great way to protect your energy is by setting boundaries because a lot of people have family, they have relationships in their life that they can't just cut off. So what do you do to protect your energy around those people, especially if they are energy sucking vampires? Disclosure, if you are in an abusive or unsafe situation, I am by no means saying that you have to put up with the bullshit. If you feel you are unsafe or it is an abusive situation, by all means, get the help that you need and leave the situation. You have every right to ghost that person, whether it's a family member or someone that's in your life. But if it's somebody in your life who you can't quite just go ghost or you can't just up and leave, then creating boundaries is going to be extremely important for you. How do you create those boundaries? Well, that's subjective. Boundary setting is up to the person because I have a lot of people who ask me, well, what if the person that I'm setting the boundary with does not adhere to the boundary? Well, it's not up to them to adhere to the boundary. They're gonna do what they wanna do. It's up to you to uphold that boundary. So if you set a boundary with a family member, let's say, and they choose to continue their bullshit and they're gonna do what they want anyway, if you continue to allow it, you are teaching them how to treat you. We teach others how to treat us. It's positive reinforcement. So if you set a boundary, the person continues their behavior and you just continue to let them by not upholding the boundary, you are teaching them that it is okay for me to continue this behavior because they are still allowing me to do so. It's positive reinforcement. So what you need to do is uphold your own boundary. If they continue their behavior and they choose not to respect your boundary, you have to uphold it, whatever that means to you. Walking away, if you choose to leave the area, if you choose to cut contact until they can respect you, whatever that means to you, but it's up to you to uphold that boundary. It's also up to you to uphold your own boundaries within yourself. Social media is a great example of that. If you are someone who is sensitive and you are exposing yourself to toxic bullshit on the internet every single day, you are going to feel drained. You are going to feel like shit. I've said this on many episodes that 
Your social media is your library. You can choose to fill your library up with junk and negativity, or you can choose to fill your library up with things that are going to serve your highest good and give you knowledge and give you purpose. But it's up to you at the end of the day. Also limit the time that you spend on social media. A lot of apps have this capability to limit the amount of time that you spend. I know the iPhone also does this because if you're exposing yourself to things that are online, you're gonna see negative stuff. You're exposing yourself to people's opinions. You are exposing yourself to that energy and those vibrations. So limit the amount of time that you spend on social media. So what if you work in an environment or you want to go out into the public because you don't necessarily want to be a recluse that just sits at home all day? How do you protect your energy when you're out and about and you want to interact with people? Well, one thing that you can do and a tool that I personally use is visualization. So I know you're probably thinking, why would I need to visualize and how is that going to help me? That sounds like some spiritual hippie bullshit. But you have to understand, going back to the energy component, Everything that we do is energy, including our thoughts. It's measurable. So if you visualize a white light or something protecting you as you're going about your day, that is a frequency. When you are putting that frequency into your aura, you are only going to be vibrationally matching the same type of frequency. So anyone that has a lower frequency, you are going to repel it. It's like a magnet. Like attracts like. That is the law of attraction. So if you are visualizing something that's positive, if you are visualizing something that's going to protect you, you are going to not attract the negativity and other people's energy that can come into your aura that you can absorb. If you're absorbing stuff that doesn't belong to you and you find that you are drained, what is something that you can do in order to remove that energy? As empaths, we naturally connect with the energy of the earth. The earth has its own frequency. It's called grounding. There are actually a lot of studies that show that grounding has amazing health benefits. The most recent scientific research has explored grounding for inflammation, cardiovascular disease, muscle damage, chronic pain, and mood. And for empaths or people that are highly sensitive, this is a great way to connect with the earth, recharge your own energy, and remove any energy that you are holding onto. I love meditating while grounding. It's such a great way for empaths to feel recharged. And I can guarantee you that if you spend some time in nature, even just getting your bare feet on the ground, meditating, whatever works for you, I can guarantee you that once you're done, you will feel 100% better. So it's extremely important that as an empath or as a highly sensitive person that you do this frequently, because if you don't, you may find that you feel drained, overwhelmed, and anxious. Another great way is to meditate while you're in the shower. You don't necessarily have to close your eyes, hold crystals and say, um, all day long while you're in the shower, but just getting under the water, putting your head under the water, just really absorbing the feeling that you have while you're in the shower and envisioning all your stress all the toxicity being removed from your body and going down the drain and just letting all of the stress from the day leave your body and being removed. So I love doing this in the shower because you have to shower. Well, I hope most of you shower, (laughs) but you have to shower. So why not do a shower meditation practice daily, even if it's just for a minute to take some time and practice mindfulness and be present. 
Another way to protect your energy is to respect your own needs. What is it that you need as someone who is highly sensitive? What do you need as a human, as a spiritual being? Because oftentimes we want to make other people happy. We're people pleasers. We want everyone to feel at ease. We don't want to let people down. So it's really imperative that you learn the word no. If someone is asking too much of you, tell them no. It's not necessary to explain why. No is a complete sentence. Saying no is a answer. You have the right to tell someone, I'm not ready to do this, or no, I'm sorry, I can't go out. You don't owe them anything else. You don't owe an explanation. So if there is something that you do not feel comfortable doing, or if there is something that you don't want to do, or maybe you're not in a position to do, you can say no. So it's practice. It's not easy. But when you start doing it more often, it does get easier. And again, it is okay to be selfish. You have to be selfish in order to keep your cup full, or you cannot be the best mom, the best wife, the best husband, the best friend, the best sister or brother or parent or whatever that is for you. You can't be the best version of yourself if you're constantly depleted by giving to others. If your comfort level is hanging out with someone for three hours at the max to socialize, even if you love those people, even if it's your best friends or your family, you can put a max on your social time. If you only have two hours to give and that's your max and that's the time that you can give the best version of yourself, that's okay. Because if you ask a lot of the people who love you and do want your time, what do they want the most? Do they want the best version of you for one hour or do they want half of you for three hours because you may not be capable of really putting a hundred percent into a situation or a person for that amount of time. So give yourself 100% to that person with the time that you're capable of giving to them. That might mean you have to take your own car or that you have to set boundaries ahead of time. Listen, I take my own car everywhere. I don't care who I'm with or where I'm going because I want to be able to leave when I'm ready to leave. I'm not staying an hour longer than I have to, 30 minutes longer than I have to. When I'm ready to make my exit, I have my car and I go. So that might be one of the strategies that you have to implement in order order to make that socialization time for your friends and your family. You have to create those boundaries with yourself because it starts with you and you can't expect everyone to understand or be mind readers. But eventually, again, we teach people how to treat us. So you have to treat yourself kindly first because if you can't treat yourself kindly, you're not going to be able to treat others and give to them at the level that you want to give to them or that they deserve. Because I know if I'm spending time with someone, I want 100% of them. I don't want half of them. I don't want distractions. I want them to give me 100%. So if that means that I only get an hour with them versus five hours, I would rather have that. So try to look at it from that point of view, because oftentimes we tend to just want to give someone a part of us because that's all we have to give. So we want to people please and we want to, you know, make them happy. But If we're not treating ourselves good, if we're not putting ourselves first, we're not going to be able to give 100% to that person. And we're not doing this in 2022. In 2022, we are keeping boundaries. We are teaching people how to treat us. We are giving people the best version of ourselves because we deserve that. We deserve to be the best version of ourselves. We deserve to have that time to ourselves. We are creating boundaries. We're protecting our energy 
energy. We're not letting people suck us dry of our energy. We're not going to give in to toxic relationships. We're not going to put up with the bullshit. And we're definitely not going to be in relationships that don't serve our highest good. It's time to cut it down and 2022 is going to be our year. So I hope that 2022 is your best year and I am confident that it will be. Once again, thank you, thank you, thank you for all of the support. 2021 was so amazing for this podcast. It's brand new and you all have just made it so amazing and so much fun. And I have some awesome guests that are lined up in the near future. I'm so excited for you guys to hear everything and to see where this podcast goes for 2022. I'm so humbled, so grateful. Again, if you like this episode, please rate and review and share it. That's my biggest request. If you like what you hear or if there's an episode that you think you have a friend or a spouse or a coworker that would resonate or that the episode would help them, please share it with them because the goal is to help as many people as possible. So thanks everyone and see you on the next episode of Diary of an Empath.